This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Hello, Josh. I was going to go with Josh, my friend, but I will do. And uh, throw it in. Resident Evil 8 got a whole bunch of stuff shown last night, including, as part of the Resident Evil showcase, uh, Capcom showed off a horrific-looking multiplayer thing, <laughs> which we're barely going to sort of focus on. But thankfully, it is free. It's coming as a thank you to uh, tw- the 25th anniversary to all the fans and all that kind of thing. Um, but the multiplayer component did not was not their strongest part of that entire showcase. And it's no. a weird, cel-shaded, six-person, six-person deathmatch thing. Um, that we're going to get a closed beta for next week. But either way, that's just getting that out of the way. In terms of other um, housekeeping stuff, Resident Evil 8 is going to be cross-gen after months or about a year or so of people deciding or trying to guess whether or not it is going to be on PS4 and Xbox One. It is going to be cross-gen, um, and it's coming May 7th, 2021. Um, mm-hmm. So initial thoughts before we get to story stuff, gameplay stuff, what's your what's your thoughts on it being cross-gen after all? Uh, oh, man, I don't want to be down in it too much because <laughs> I obviously know why. Like You're not going to make something like Resident Evil at this point when you don't have the massive install base that you do on last gen on current gen Mm. so i know why they've done it like for me um i want to see of course a full-blown next gen resident evil but i also want everyone else to experience this who hasn't been able to get a playstation 5 or an xbox series x or whatever so i know Mm. why they've done it and i'm sure it will play better on those next gen consoles and as long as it's a great game at the end of the day i don't really mind scott as long as it's a good resident evil game I am, um, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, because they put out a list of things that make the PS5 version or the next gen version next gen, uh, and for the PlayStation Five, it's like SSD loading and ray tracing, mm-hmm. and like you, know, you can resume the game straight away, and like it's like yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Like yeah, the, the, they're all sort of like baseline things that I would just assume are applied to all PS5 games anyway, uh, minus the ray tracing. But um, yeah, it, I mean, still, if you play uh, the Maiden demo, which is the demo they put out last night, which is available for free, and um, you play as a new character called the Maiden, you're not playing as Ethan Winters, I think his name is, dude from RE7. Um, but yeah, the Maiden demo was the thing where I was like, okay, this looks absolutely gorgeous. Like, this looks photo real, brilliant. The character models are amazing. The environment is stunning. Love the world building. Love everything that they're doing. And it's, it's going to be, you know, one of those things where we have to wait until we can compare, you know, the last gen mm-hmm. and the current gen versions and then see, like, what was lost or what could have happened or whatever. But the foot that they're putting forward is very, very strong. Um, and so let's, like, dive into that stuff. Uh, obviously, Lady Dimitrescu, the new tall vampire lady, which is what people are just defaulting to tall vampire lady, um, but she yeah. does have a name. 
uh, Lady Dimitrescu and her daughters. She's got sort of got these three vampire daughters. They're an entire vampire family um, where her daughters can turn into bugs and fly around a little bit like Marguerite <clears throat> from RE7. Mm. Um, but that whole thing of like this mansion with this vampire family, there's a whole history there as to why they've got this fortune, um, which is touched on in the Maiden demo. Um, what do you think of that stuff? Resident Evil fully embracing vampire style stuff. It's cool, man. Like I'm mm. totally here for it. When the first trailers came out for Village, I wasn't entirely sold on the entire kind of like setup and the premise and the setting itself. But after seeing this combined with the Bloodborne-esque like Village itself, like that contrasting with the more upper class, you know, uh, elitist vampire nest that you've got in the castle. Like, it's just cool. It's that type of like horror fantasy that Resident Evil has historically done really well in the past, especially in Resident Evil 4, which this game just keeps on name dropping. You know, we've got the merchant back, we've got Resident Evil 4's um, inventory system, more or less, as well. So the fact that they're taking cues from that to me is like a cool thing. Like, I like that brand. It's not necessarily what scares me but i already got that with resident evil 7 you know what i mean i always respect when it comes to this franchise that they rarely just do more of the same from sequel to sequel there's always some kind of big shift there's always some kind of change that usually justifies um the next game having you know that main series number numbering you know what i mean like even even from the jump to two to three like they in included enough difference in there you know with like nemesis and stuff where it felt like right this is the next resident evil right. so that's that's I'm, I'm here for it like i i'm so excited to see what they do with it and now that i've kind of come to terms with the fact that it might not scare me but it's going to intrigue me and it's going to fascinate me like yes i'm 100%. the thing is like i i love the idea of resident evil just being this sort of like complete it's, it's such a it's such a top tier like royalty style ip that like if they're mm -hmm. going to be the top tier the name in horror then why not explore these different directions and i get that Resident Evil is so associated with zombie stuff. And I don't, do you remember, you know, back when Resident Evil 4 got announced, the general sort of conversations around that game, like obviously it was incredible, you know, pioneered the whole over shoulder camera stuff. But I remember a lot of conversations around like, oh, it's not Resident Evil anymore. It's Las Plagas. It's the, mm -hmm. you know, they're not really zombies anymore. They're sort of like mind controlled humans. And that was like a whole thing. But I think the time has been pretty kind to that game, obviously in regards to the lore and how it's been received over, like, you know, over the years. Um, and still, I wonder if they're, you know, channeling RE4 this much because they're like, right, we're going to take another big risk. We're going to do a game yeah. that has a bunch of vampires. There's clearly like a werewolf man that's in yeah. here. Um, we haven't even actually seen any zombies yet. Even the dudes that are down in the bottom of the cellar and like, underneath the uh, mansion are all, they all look like familiars that have kind of gone wrong, like humans that wanted to be vampires that have sort of been bitten and didn't turn properly or whatever blade style um, and they're all yes. sort of like yeah, coming yeah, after yeah. you with like swords and they're pouring at you and stuff um, but I'm totally there for that stuff I think you can make the Resident Evil brand brand work with these overblown characters and even main characters like um, Chris Redfield and stuff um, so for yeah for me it feels like they're channeling RE4 we should totally touch on the fact that the merchant is back the actual merchant from RE4 um, who is now called the Duke um, and he's mm. a large man. He's sort of he, he spent his time eating all of his profits literally. Um, and he's a large man, so he's um, he's literally returning. Has the same sort of like ho 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 style voice delivery, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and the RE4 inventory, the sort of Tetris style inventory, which I know you you've always liked. I think. I love the I love the <laughs> Resident Evil. But he won't um, play Tetris. He won't sit and play Tetris. <laughs> but he'll Tetris RE4. I don't need to play Tetris because I can just play Resident Evil 4 and get a horror version of it. You know what I mean? And I can also <laughs> shoot 
some townsfolk while I'm doing it. I love that kind of style of inventory management. To me, survival horror goes hand in hand with that stuff. And I love the stress. Mm. And it might sound daft that comes with, you know, deciding to pick up a grenade or deciding to take on an extra sniper rifle in lieu of some <clears throat> healing items or whatever. And I thought that Resident Evil 7 diluted that down a little too much to the point where you weren't really thinking about it. It was right. quite clear about, you know, when you didn't need items and it sort of, it didn't really make it a factor, even though visually it was harkening back to that older system. So I'm I'm pleased to see this make a huge return. And I think that makes sense, considering that this game looks way more action-focused than Resident Evil 7 ever was. Obviously, Resident Evil 7 in the climax, you were gunning down a lot of enemies. But, you know, for the most part, it was only one or two of the molded at a time. But here, in the gameplay demo, it's like, here's five werewolf boys and a really big, tall <laughs> werewolf boy. And you're going to have to blow them up with red barrels and stuff. I'm not necessarily against that. Again, because even though Resident Evil and Action has a dirty reputation because of, you know, 6 especially and a little bit of 5, like the latter half of Resident Evil 4 is incredibly action heavy, but the thing's so tight and the thing's so well paced that it's, it remains scary because it has things like the inventory management uh, to juggle on top of, you know, blasting away and getting headshots. So I'm not okay. inherently against taking a more action-orientated approach if mm. it's done right and it's it's nicely balanced and it retains the horror atmosphere, which, you know, this, at least from what we've seen, very clearly does from what they've uh, shown off last night. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because, like, over the years, obviously, they experimented so much with this, like, overblown, crazy action stuff. And as the only human on the planet playing Resident Evil 6 in 2021, although Ben Roy <laughs> did just platinum it, um, they, they, they have a weird blend that I feel like if they get it right, you sort of, you are slowly, you know, going through a certain environment, you're picking up different clues, you're solving puzzles, and then something kicks off and all of a sudden you're in this, like, intense action sequence, you're nailing headshots, you're trying to escape, and, you know, whatever. And they can blend those two things together in a way that I don't think any other IP does because it is this weird blend of like anime sensibilities overblown characters but still slow burn horror like eastern style horror and i think yeah. that when they get that right hardly any of the the games like they've always gone down one of two routes and i feel like they're always striving to get that like perfect balance but i do love what they're kind of going for in eight um last thing for the gameplay is that they're bringing back the blocking from re7 you can put your hands up block attacks and um, but now yeah. if you press l1 uh, ethan will kick a dude away and then you can sort of i get they sort of throw that in there as like a, this is how you're going to deal with crowds kind of thing um that bit where you're where the dudes like ethan's like backing away from the guy with the giant hammer that was so dark souls for me like yeah, so yeah, souls born um, as if they're taking like a lot because obviously you know there's comparisons to bloodborne already um you know small village infested with monsters whatever um but yeah i kind of wonder how much the the souls influence has, has finally sort of taken hold like even though it's a different genre something else that we should uh, throw in here as well is the state of chris redfield um sort of gone from boulder punching dude in re5 over to sort of mysterious savior at the end of re7 and uh, with his umbrella logo on the helicopter I think when he was coming to make the save and then mm -hmm. in this one they had that early trailer from last year or the year before where Chris seems to shoot Maya or Mia uh, Ethan's partner and then in this thing in the new story trailer um, he's holding like a baby which they also show Maya in like a flashback where it seems as if Maya and Ethan were always trying for a kid and somehow I mean maybe that's I assume that's like a vision something that um, Ethan is sort of conjuring up imagining Chris doing horrible things to his partner and his child well, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, in the trailer, I'm sure you mentioned that Ethan's going to the village and going to the castle in search of his kidnapped daughter, you know what I mean? Mm. So is the case that Chris took it? What what role does Chris play in this story? I don't buy for a second that he's going to be evil for the full thing. I'm sure we will no. play as Chris at some point in it. But I like that 
you know, they're making both of these characters' stories entwined because obviously we don't know anything about Ethan Winters apart from the fact that everyone refers to him by his full name every single time they <laughs> reference him. It's like me and you um, the news. Yeah, exactly. But I think, uh, you know, going forward, a great way to make him feel like a proper part of the Resident Evil canon is to pair him with someone like Chris and give him this weirdly connected, weirdly personal story that centers around, you know, his family and how Chris has come in, you know, intentionally and not on the side of good or on the side of evil and kind of like blown that apart and the whatever drama comes out from it. It's a... it's intriguing. I, I don't know if they're going to do it well, but um, I'm excited to see where it goes. I do think, for one last thing for this, um, mentioning Chris, there's also uh, Lady Dimitrescu in the, in the story bit where she's sitting on the phone. Uh, she's talking to uh, Mother Miranda, um, sort mm-hmm. of reporting into her, saying, like, look, don't worry, I'll take care of Ethan Winters. Um, she mentions her brother, Heisenberg. She's like, oh, Ethan got past yeah. Heisenberg. Uh, I assume Heisenberg is the dude with the bottle shades. Um, who, like, assumedly you fight outside before you go inside for the mansion. Maybe that's the first half of the game or whatever. But we know that Heisenberg is Dimitrescu's brother. Um, and I think that they all, she also mentions the ceremony. She's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I'm still preparing everything for the ceremony. What if the ceremony is in relation to Ethan's kid? That's why mm-hmm. it's been taken. And what if Chris Redfield is undercover? He's going to pretend to give the baby, and then he's going to mm-hmm. do cool things later. I'm shot. sure that's, I, I'm, I'm almost certain, Scott, that that's going to happen, you know. I feel like there's <laughs> going to be that shift about halfway through where you start, you pick up as Chris. Because, I mean, lest we forget, in the DLC for 7, like, part of that was from Chris's perspective. So it's mm-hmm. not like they've, they haven't implemented him as a playable character before. And that could be a tease for this kind of Resident Evil 8 that is split between these two different perspectives. That would be neat. I would be here for it. And I, I, I just want to play it by now. Like, May is too far away <laughs> from me. I, like, I don't want it to be rushed or anything, of course, but I am um, I'm looking forward to it very much. I have not, haven't had a chance to play the Maiden demo yet, but I absolutely will get on so uh, that tonight. My big question, of course, before I go, because I need a big question for every single one of these videos, is <laughs> they didn't mention VR, at least from what I saw. No. And I, I'm pretty sure I watched it all last night. Uh, they didn't mention it, which kind of sucks, because I played all of Resident Evil 7 in VR and would like to do it here but i'm not sure what the case is if i don't if i don't get that i wouldn't be it's not like a deal breaker for me but i would i would like to see it some kind of support for it scott tilford i'm not gonna lie i would assume that because the levels are so much more intricate and there's so much more visual detail that maybe they arguably don't want to sacrifice that for this lower Mm -hmm. resolution it would have to be to make it work on vr plus the headache that is getting psvr to work on a ps5 or like getting the additional cable that most people won't have i wonder if at some point they just they just you know, tot those figures up and go, is it actually worth us doing this? When even Sony are taking a step back from it for at least another year or two um, in a sort of major capacity. Um, I don't even think of the VR component. I just sort of forgot about that, that, which maybe speaks volumes as to how integrated RE7 and VR is. But I know that if you did play through it in VR, then it's like, that is the way to play that game. But like, I just didn't do it that way. But dude, Go I back, get the headset out. I've, I've been trying to convince <laughs> you to get the headset out for about a year and a half now, but Ugh. go back through Resi 7, play the DLC as well. Get it all caught up for Resi 8 and play it in VR, please. I am, I'm planning on, on going back through so RE 7. But Sorry. I mean, look, I've got, I've got No Man's Sky to play in VR. I can't, I can't factor <laughs> in other things, but I am planning an RE 7 playthrough, I think. I recommend that for a lot of people, seeing as how much DLC came out for that um, over the years. But yes, let us know what you think down in the comments below of, these, of everything else that they showed for Resident Evil 8, the new characters, the tone, the mansion, everything else. Um, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.